four improvisers have chosen to don their cloaks, brandish their sabers, and speak in terrible accents for your entertainment. Pass the Doritos, grab your dice, and go on a quest with Des Moines' best comedians as they do all of those things in... Des Moines and Dragons! Oh my god. <laughs> That's right. Yep, that's we're back, <laughs> and we're back <laughs> after after a long hiatus. We're back, and we're ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host, Des Moines and Dragons Paul Privatira, and I'm joined with me the cast. I have Harbeck and Ornella, or their human names, Tim and Charity. Wow, I don't, I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure why it took me so long to come up with Tim's that's name. That's a tough one. Yeah, it doesn't really it's roll off the tongue. But there's been a lot going on in our lives in between the last time yeah. we told you what we were doing and now. Oh, boy. Um, I always start with Tim for this intro stuff, so I'm not gonna. Yeah. All right. Things are different now. Yeah. It's a whole new, brave new world. All right. Uh, Charity, All right. what have you been doing? I don't know. That was a weird <laughs> way to inflect what, that sentence. What have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been doing? What have you been doing? That's how it should be. <laughs> what I've been doing. Yeah, what have you been doing? Uh, I work a lot. Neat. Um, my museum job is done for the season because nobody likes to go to an outdoor museum when it's cold outside. Mm, I don't get so, it. I, I don't know. Hashtag cold Iowa museums. You'd feel like the... Uh, be more authentic. Right, you'd feel like the the thirst for knowledge would outweigh the yeah. you know frostbite, but no, no, alas, <laughs> alas, it is not. So now I work at the mall. I work as a stockroom associate two days a week from six a.m. to ten a.m. That's tight. Mm-mm. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. It's cool. At a makeup store. At an underwear store. It was going to be one or the other, and I just, I went, I zigged when I could have zagged. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) Yep. Neat. Neat. Are you doing anything, like, creative-wise? Like, do you have any, like, projects you're working on? Like, what's been inspiring you lately? Oh, It's a really, like, lame thing to say. (laughs) Jesus. Dream board. What's... Let me just pull up my vision board. Yeah. (laughs) I bring it with me. It's a Lamborghini. Oh, man. Pink. Hot Pink. Lamborghini. No, uh, um, yeah, I've got some stuff going on. Nothing like extra solid at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It no, goes. it's fine. It goes like secret stuff, stuff soon to be detailed and released later that yeah. we can't talk about due to non disclosure agreements. Not that I don't want to share all of this beautiful information with not only the those at the table and the rest of our listeners, but it's because I don't know the tens <laughs> of dozens of people listening to this show. The, mm-hmm. Because there are people that listen to this show who I don't know, which I think That's awesome, and That's who cool. you guys don't know. Which, shout out to those guys. And the people that know us, you're cool too. But especially the strangers. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll meet them. Hit me up. Yeah. Come to a mixed up comedy show or a chow down show or a D&D live show and meet us and explain why. 
<laughs> so that's something that's been happening in the meantime that took up a lot of time. Was yeah. that live show? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It was very cool. So I had Tim. I don't want to talk too much about me yet, though, because I want to talk to... I want to talk to Tim. Let's talk to Tim. Let's talk to Tim. Fine. I tried to deflect, but okay. (laughs) Tim, Mm -hmm. what do you got going on, buddy? Well, um, this last week I got my car towed Mm. and I lost my phone, but I got it back. I was going to say, I'm glad you got it back. Mm -hmm. I hid it in a great place. (laughs) Where, Where was it? In the bar. Perfect. Behind the speakers. Where I was uh, timing groups for their sets oh. during the oh. improv jam. Mm, gotcha. Yep. I should have said something. Okay. Yeah, you should have. Maybe yeah. you wouldn't have got his I car was, towed. I was wow. trying to pay attention. So, you know, it was actually probably good that my car got towed because if I had tried to drive home that night, probably could have gotten into some trouble, honestly. Mm. You so, know, good for you for being responsible. Lining. Where did you end up? Is uh, that something we can know? I wound up at the come and go gas station down the block, and then my brother came up and picked me up. Oh, your so, brother's nice. Very sweet. Yep. Shout out to Tim's bro. Yep. I had to remember my dad's cell phone number, which I memorized from middle school. So thank God, because it's like one of the only three phone numbers that mm-hmm. I can remember. Yeah. Besides like my home phone, which doesn't exist anymore. Right. Like, my know. parents got rid of their home phone too, yeah. which mm-hmm. is weird. Yeah. Because it was the... I almost wanted to say it, but I shouldn't say it over the internet. But I it's mean, not a real phone number. That's anymore. the thing is, like, it they got rid of it. Some other jerk right. now, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. nine nine three two one zero six. Call it. See what happens. Five one five nine six one six zero two four. Nine eight six four zero one two. Bitches. Wow. It's a five one five area code, by the way. Okay. Yeah. What? Five one five nine eight six. Oh yeah. Four zero one two. Yep. Metro. Yep. Metro. Uh, cool. Well, yeah. So we did a live show for Halloween. The Des Moines and Dragons crew did uh, not this specific cast, but I did have. Yeah, we uh, weren't invited. Well, I had previous engagements. Thank you, Charity, I, I for not being a total butthole. <laughs> I was allowed to attend. No, it was awesome. I I really enjoyed the show. People yeah. cosplayed. People yes. in the audience dressed up, which was really cool. That's fucking cool. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Which we since this episode's gonna be released post announcement, we can talk about oh, yeah. the coming yeah. live show. Yeah. Uh Des Moines and Dragons show titled Jingles and Dragons. Jingles and, Jingles and, Dragons. and Dragons. Which features the players that are at the table tonight. I have Tim and Charity that are kind enough to donate their time and be players. Additionally, I have uh New guests. I yes, I have some I don't know if I want to give away I got three other people coming in, and two of my players are playing a very special character that you'll Yay. just have to go to the show to see. It's yeah. really, really cool. Um, it's a module that I designed, just like I designed the last one, and I'm designing this one. It's it's holiday-themed, so there's elves and Santa Claus, and it'll be a lot of fun. So that date, that is December 21st at the basement at the Des Moines Social Club. Uh, Des Moines and Dragons is going to be doing their second live show. And... Buy your I, tickets at DesMoinesSocialClub.com. Yeah. Dot org. Dot, uh, Katie. Dot org, right? Yeah. Org. Do they buy Thanks. tickets? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's free. free. <laughs> so you, you can go there. And you can buy tickets there. Yeah, you can buy tickets can for buy- all, because they do a ton of cool stuff. <laughs> you can buy tickets to a chow down show. That's oh, true. yeah, because that is happening Saturday. Yeah. Um, but you won't hear this. It, maybe you will. I don't know. I think we'll I'm just going to release this early. Cause what day is the 21st on? Is that a Saturday? That's, it's a Friday. It's a, it's a Friday. So we do that and then do chow down? Is that right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be a dope weekend. Oh, shit. 
before. It is. I am so glad. Ladies and gentlemen, also joining us this evening is my wife, Katie. Katie, live from the couch. Hi. Yeah. You just totally blew those levels out, Katie. Nice. No, I'm kidding. You didn't. It's okay. No, you you showed up. Um, And that's all you can ask. It's true. It really is. That, that was rude. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, follow, check out DesMoinesAndDragons.com, uh, Facebook.com slash Dragons, or um, I do a lot of Instagram stuff uh, with Des Moines and Dragons on my personal Instagram because I can't social media any more social media accounts. So I just, it's We're my on personal a, one. A Twitter. We've got a Twitter it's, as well. Yes, and there's a Twitter that I need to give the account also access to charity and tim <laughs> because i can't be responsible for so many social media accounts yeah we'll take some of that load off yeah. at least i will you I can't speak for tim no i won't do anything for it excellent thanks tim yeah thanks i hate social media really bad yeah it's mm-hmm. pretty bad but it's also the way that people find out about cool stuff you're doing that's true it's true so that's, it's, the only reason i have a facebook is because that's how people contact me about mm-hmm. shows and shit right i just like arguing with people being told I'm wrong all the time. Yeah, yeah, I really think if it wasn't for like chat on shows and Des Moines and Dragons, I would not have a presence. No, maybe I would. I don't know. I'm kind of a narcissist that way. I'm yeah, I would Instagram is my favorite social media and I will and I'm like I'm a big old poser. I just I love it so much. I just found out how to do Instagram like the videos with the effects mm. and the text on them. Mm. Yep. That's why we were in your uh, Instagram story <laughs> yep. today. Because I found out how to do that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I don't know why I just did this. Yeah, you did just sign the for cross the listeners. Uh, Charity just did the sign of the cross on her face, which you know, mad respect for the Catholics out there, but it's not a Catholic show. Catholics and dragons. That'll be the third live show. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> nothing funny there. Just sad. <laughs> just a lot of sadness and um, guilt. Oh yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, I can yeah. remember what the thing was yep. that Catholics have. It's guilt. Great. So we've bullshitted long enough, and we're going to turn it over to our narrator, Clifton Antoine, who's going to lead us into the fourth episode of Des Moines and Dragons. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be right back. Previously on Des Moines and Dragons, having discovered cult activity in the woods north of Alau, the party stumbled upon a dastardly plot being hatched by a man who calls himself Varen Toy. He had used these remote villages as some sort of experiment, turning most into raving lunatics and the mayor into a full-blown crab preacher. I still don't get that one. Seeing his experiment ruined, Toyd sent a champion of his on Dragonback to investigate if Cadre 11A were worth an alliance or just an outright slaying. Turns out they were neither important enough to strike a deal with nor strong enough to be of any concern. They were spared, this time. In exchange for the witch hunter who hired them, the party was given their freedom. Although this left them without payment and without employer, again. Upon their arrival into the city of Alau, a halfling handed Verna a sealed letter. The letter was from her sibling, Shern, spelling out that dozens of halflings have fallen ill in her home village. Verna's mother and father are very sick, and Sherna needs her help taking care of them. Looking at her friends with tears in her eyes, Verna gave Ornella and Harbick each a hug, told them goodbye, and headed off to the south gates of the city. 
before either of them could protest. She was gone. We'll see you again, Vern. We'll see you again. <clears throat> the noon bell rang across the city, snapping the remains of Cadre 11A from their stunned silence. Ornilla gazed towards the garden district where her family's estate stands. They were able to shake off the guard who had been escorting them earlier. But looking up into the white stone building, she could sense that one way or another, she would have to hear her father out. Side by side, Cadre 11A headed towards the Sandbridge estate. <laughs> so we find Harbeck and Ornella standing in the Great Hall of the Sandbridge estate. Uh, Ornella, what could you describe for us a little bit what this estate looks like? Maybe like, is it like fine white stone? Is it a lot of marble? Like what, what are colors featured? Can you like paint us a picture of what your family's estate looks like? Sure. Um, it's a, it's very, we've got some like earthy, earthy vibes to it. So it's not like a big old log cabin, but it's like stone, uh, a lot of like emerald green and gold uh, thrown around there. Very like deep colors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, big old entryway with a big old staircase. Okay. Lots of chandeliers. We're a big chandelier family. And uh, what uh, do you know? Like, do you, does your family have a ton of servants or do they only have a few people? Uh, do they actually have servants? Do they have people that they pay? Like, what what does that look like? We have a few servants. Uh, I had a nanny growing up, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we've got we've got people. We've got stable stable bed men, stable boys. Yep. Yep. Yes. Stable boys. Stable boys. So, uh, a one of the nameless servants. Uh, you, you're both standing in. Your gear, because you you had just within the last you know few hours had bid farewell to Verna and had then hurried up to the family estate in Alal, and you are finding yourself sitting in like this sort of common room, this waiting area, and excuse me, the uh, servant boy comes and fetches you and, and, and leads you uh, leads you away. Just me. Both of you. Okay. Um, but maybe he doesn't really recognize, like, he doesn't acknowledge Harbeck at all. Maybe he just motions for you, and I, and maybe Harbeck just sort of trundles along behind you. Uh, so eventually the boy leads you through the manor, or the estate, and all sorts of memories fill, uh, fill your mind, Ornella, of times when you ran up and down these stairs with your siblings, um, times when you, you went to go hide. Maybe there's a small, um, small closet somewhere that you like would hide in or something but uh, all of these memories come flooding back and before you can process all of that you're led into the great hall where the you're there's a big uh family standard hanging from one of the rafters that features what does your family standard look like ornella would that be considered a family crest? Yes. Okay, yes, cool. Yes, yes. Um, I drew a tiny sketch. I know they can't see it, but I'm going to use it to That's describe. okay. I think it would be, yeah. It's in here somewhere. That's all right. Yeah, so uh, it's 
shaped like a police badge, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like the pointies on the top. Like a shield. It, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. And uh, it says our name on it. And uh, it's got birds on each corner mm-hmm. carrying um, a piece of a plant. Oh, cool. Mouths. Like a... Uh, what do they call that? Like an like a it's like a unity or like a piece like an olive branch. Olive one branch. might say, mm-hmm. ish doesn't have ish. to be that necessarily. Okay, ish. cool. Yeah. And I see that painting, and I look at Ornella, and I go, I look back and forth, back and forth, and then I finally put together, and I go, oh, that's you! I recognize the symbol from your clasp. Mm-hmm. Good eye. I good always have a good eye. Good <laughs> eye. You the. Uh, uh, a loud, booming laugh comes from the other end of the hall, uh, of the Great Hall, and you can see sitting at a large, the the long family table that your family has had, you know, dozens of parties and gatherings at. Uh, at the head of the table, seated at a very fancy, tall chair, is your father. Um, and he, he emits this loud, booming laugh, and like... Uh, Ornella, I did not know that you were uh, so accepting of others. It's good to see you again. And who is your little friend that's with you? <clears throat> ah. Good-humored little friend. <laughs> yes, uh, Father, this is Harbeck Thunderfist. Hello, sir. Welcome. Uh, or thank you. Um, uh, or thank you. That's fine, Harbeck. Uh, sorry. We uh, travel together, and he is my partner. In this guild. Yes. And how is that going, your work with the guild, then? It's fine, Father. Thanks for asking. Your daughter is a noble hero. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't wish to stir up old wounds, daughter. You know my disagreements with what you've chosen for your life, and you... But that's not why I have you here. I. Why do you have me here? Yeah, why do you have us We here? are very busy. Yeah. Well, daughter of mine, you have always been the most difficult of my children, and it pains me to have to ask you for help, but here I am. Here, here you are, Asking what? for your help. And why exactly are you asking for my help? Your brother is useless and is out challenging lordlings and other idiots to duels. Your sister is too dumb to know the difference between a hairbrush and a sandal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've resorted to seeking you out. Hmm. I have an idea that would get our family back into the queen's favor on the court. A chance for our house to be redeemed. And these halls that stand empty of awards and, and trophies and would be filled with... Uh, Honorifica and things of... You um, pissed off the wrong people, and now you want my help getting back on their good side, yes? Daughter, there are things in motion that I cannot undo, but with your help and your friend's help, I may be able to stop it. All due respect to your father, Ornella, but it sounds like he's made his bed and now should sleep in it. The guild defends the defenseless and the people of this land. We're not here to help your stature among the noble. Exactly. I think you've asked the wrong people. Good day to you, sir. Before you make your decision, will you just read this letter? Uh, you, you go ahead and uh, read it. Uh, you, you do that. Okay. He, he extends a hand with the letter to you, Ornella. 
Could you come a little closer? <clears throat> he like he stands up and and trots the it, the comically long length of the table over to you, and gives you a stern look, Harbeck, and then turns to look at Ornella and hands her the. Uh, uh, the letter it had it has a wax seal on it that doesn't have any like marking or sigil on it, just a simple wax seal that has been obviously it's the letter's been opened. The letter reads as follows: Master Sambridge, you are to excuse yourself from the party prior to the queen's introduction. Head to the kitchen and walk towards the larder. There is a door that leads to a balcony. If anyone asks, you need a breath of fresh air. You were to unlock this door and then leave. Do this and your safety will be assured. Where did you get this letter? One of my, the chambermaid brought it in with my food. Uh, I I was in my study. Uh, I asked the maid about it and she assured me she doesn't remember placing the note there. Harbeck, what do you think? Well, it's clearly a setup. They're to make you the patsy for someone to enter the party. It's a way to get past the security. The queen is having a a, a gala, a ball, to uh, appease the the aristocracy and, and the nobility. Between the war and everything else that's been going on, uh, the nobles are growing restless, and she, probably rightly so, thinks that they wish to overthrow her. <clears throat> this is a way to appease them. And I fear that this is an opportunity for all of the queen's enemies to hurt her or the prince or to do what? I don't know. But I haven't shown anyone else this letter because I thought, well, you're my only option. You are a Sambridge. Although it does call for master. Won't they be expecting you? Yes, but I, if perhaps it, it's someone else, I don't know that immediate suspicion would be raised. It might be too late for very much uh, uh, suspicion to be raised. So what is your plan here? We, we go to this ball instead of you, with you? Go, go, to, go to the party. Um, Watch over the prince and look and see. Watch out for threats. Uh, check into this the uh, this letter. See who maybe wrote it. I I don't know, but uh... Father, as you have mentioned now that I am your only hope, you wouldn't put myself or the life of my friend mm. in danger, would you? No, no, of course not. If something were to happen to you. As much as I would dislike this, it would reflect on me also. Well, and you understand, and you understand that I take that the most seriously. That our reputation is already could not get lower. But if embarrassment were to come of our house, I fear that we would be tossed out from the nobility, and that we would have to find Allah would not be welcome to our family anymore. I look at Harbeck. I'm displeased with this man. I don't find him of particularly strong character or honor, using his daughter to send on errands and put her in danger. So do you just have like a, a look of disgust on your face, Harbeck? Yeah, yeah. stern disgust. It's kind of like 
Mean mugging him? Yep, giving him a stink eye. But considering the situation, it sounds like the best hope for your father and the queen would be for us to go. But I have a few more questions. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't the palace guard be a little curious at the likes of us snooping around? Well, uh, I happen to know that you're both rather capable, relatively speaking. He says begrudgingly. Well, uh, yes, uh, there there would be some cause for suspicion, but considering the amount of guests that would be there and, and considering the circumstances, I, I don't think it would be that unusual that an attractive woman and a man would you. be seeking a quiet place to themselves, perhaps. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ornella, you're the only capable child that I have, and the only one that I trust. What's in it for me? Yes, and me. What's in it for us? Us. I'll never ask another favor of you for as long as I live. You Ah. can consider yourself free of any obligations you have to the Sandbridge household. Uh, You can take... I already consider myself that. We're talking money, Father. Well, then... I open my coffers up to you, then, child of mine. I offer you... You admit your house is in disarray. What what possible coffers do you possess? Well, I, I'm certainly banking on the idea that if we were to save the queen's hmm. life or the son's life, that we would be handsomely rewarded. We want points on the back end. Yes, I will ensure to compensate you fairly. Uh, 200 gold. Each? A year. 200 gold each, yes. And uh, on my honor as head of of the Sandbridge household, this I do promise and swear. All right, it sounds good to me. Before we agree to anything, Father, I have one last question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought to consider that if you, if we were thrown out of the nobility, it might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to the family as well as Alal? I think it's best that you take this moment, child, and, and just know that I... It might be good for you, but it would be terrible for me and terrible for your siblings. So, no, it would not be a good thing. It would pro- you would you would enjoy living amongst the rabble and the dirt in hey. the lower quarters, but unfortunately, myself and your siblings find no uh, nothing good from the squalor and wretches that live below the palace walls. No, uh, I don't think that would be good in answer to your question. Uh, and please just tell me yes or no before I just have you thrown out of here and just accept the fact that my queen and prince may be murdered. Fine. We'll do it. Great. For 200 gold each. Done. A year for the next. Until we die. Until we die. She is your daughter, and I help. Fine. Done. Yes, I... Yes. Great. All what right. do we wear? Oh, you did I don't suppose you possess 
These are all my things. You're looking at them. That's it? Mm Mm-hmm. You don't have any other changes of clothes? No. When's the ball? As uh, a week from today. That's plenty of time to get this poor man a pair of fine clothes. Well, yes, then. I will have... I will have the Sandbridge Taylor see to your needs, Aha! Mr. Thunderfist. You can pick your jaw up off the ground now, Father. Let's go see this, Taylor. You're free to go. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your, um, whatever you are doing here in this big room. <laughs> Being alone and oh. mysterious. Uh, well, well, then. To so- the Taylor. So, um, so we can montage the next few scenes, sure. uh, or if you guys have anything in particular that you want to, like RP or line up before the ball. Uh, Harbeck Harbeck goes to see the tailor. Um, Ornella, is there anything in? Per- I imagine that you probably have some like no- noble finery that you would wear. Yeah, I mean, you you def- it would definitely look out of place if you went to the ball in like your. Right. Plate. My, in my, in my chainmail. Yeah. So yeah. far, your your clothes kind of, you know, tell your story. So it might be good to, like, go up to your childhood bedroom, find, you know, some, mm-hmm. like, your mother's clothes or something, and figure out more about your relationship with your family, why it's so strained. My fa- my mother is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Or um, I would also like to go into town. Yeah. And just check shit out. For but sure. that can happen now or later yeah let's uh let's start with uh because we'll kind of do these in like a series of montage scenes uh they're not necessarily connected or even necessarily happen in this order but uh first thing i want to see is harbeck meeting the tailor well i don't know what size i am precisely but um these clothes have been uh augmented over time to fit my stature I am tall among my brothers. Yes, I, yes, uh, yes. Welcome. Yes, come in, come in, please. Uh, th- thank you. Um, I was hoping for something, you know, um, maybe uh, earth tony. Uh, I, I love the drapes you have in your great hall. I'd love to maybe wear those. <laughs> well, I am the best tailor that the Sandbridge family can afford. My uh, name is Master Swift. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Master Swift. Uh, I have been sent here uh, by your lord to uh, receive any clothes that um, I might uh, want to, uh, to, to wear. Yes, uh, M- Master Sambridge has uh, made me aware of this. Uh, well, how do you see yourself dressing? Well, uh, my tailor, I look, uh, I'd like to... Uh, you well, look um, kind of uh, uh, rugged uh, and yes, dirty. Uh, th- thank you. Um, I, um, uh, to, to be honest with you, I... Um, I'm sort of adverse to these sorts of parties. I, I, I don't feel very comfortable uh, in a large crowd like this with the uh, fancy types. No, no, you must feel comfortable. You must love your body and let let the clothes Ooh. wear. You must not wear the clothes, but the clothes must wear you. Okay. Uh, I think I'd like something maybe green. I have... <laughs> I have... Uh, it, at Master Swift's tailor shop, I can assure you that uh, green garments are... One moment. And he spins around and runs to the back. And you're left alone in, like, the front of this... Uh, it's not a shop, right? Because he's just, like, the house tailor. But he has this... Uh, he's got a room all to himself. And there's dozens of different clothes racks with 
garments hanging from them. Um, and he comes back with this vibrant green, uh, uh, vibrant green suit that's in the style of like a not a I wanted to, not a flapper uh, a oh what are those. What are those people called in like seventeenth century that wore a lot of makeup? Fop. Yeah, dandy fop. Yes, yeah. very foppish, fancy sure. clothes. A lot of frills, a lot of fancy uh, embroidery, and he presents this, which it probably looks hideous to you. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, um. Oh, you said green. Are you sure that's um, uh, male clothing? Oh, yes, I assure you that everyone in the palace would uh, gaze upon you in these fineries and be jealous of the... Well, I, I don't want to be the center of attention. If I could maybe uh, blend in with the crowd a little more. Oh, you're looking for something subtle then, something uh, elegant and sleek, something to slip underneath the clouds of... Yes, uh, I think... Oh, very well. I will be right back. And he turns around once again really quick and dives into the several garment racks of clothes. I pick up the, the frilly green thing and I just stare at it and wonder, like, if I would even fit into it. <laughs> Probably not. He's definitely going to have to make alterations to make any of this clothing fit you. Because it's definitely all, like, sewn and made for human-sized people. Oh, I hope this plan works. He comes back in, and he has a a more subtle, less ostentatious green uh, suit. There's still some frills, and it has some frilly cuffs, uh, and there's a uh, cravat that is a little bit frilly, but uh, it's much more understated than the first garment. Uh, Better. Sir, you, I, I promise you that this this is the most understated piece of green garmentry that I have in, in in stock. And I must promise you that after an evening with Taylor Swift, I will... This garment will be the most beautiful, uh, elegant piece of clothing at the ball. Well, I trust you. I just... Don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want any bad blood with the queen or the family. No, no, uh, of of course, of of course. Uh, I I understand the reticence to to dress dress loud like that, but uh, I I think you'll be able to shake off whatever comes at you. Yes, just shake it off. Shake it off. Fade to black. Um, so. Then there's uh, a few scenes that pop in and out of uh, Harbeck wearing these uh, shirts and measurements being taken around his waist and and his inseam and outseam and all that stuff. Um, And then we cut over to uh, Ornella. So you were wanting to go into the city and do some stuff? C. What? Yes. C. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) For our Spanish listeners out there, we are... Multilingual. We are multilingual, I'm but only with a few words. Yeah. See. Yeah, I wanted to go into town, um, just kind of. Are you, like, gathering rumors? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. In, what's your yeah. goal for going into town? I just want to kind of see how I am received by the people. It's been a minute since I've been back home. Mm-hmm. And now 
when I left, my family wasn't super popular, mm-hmm. and now they're probably not. Mm-hmm. We're like really not popular. Mm-hmm. I'm also trying to just gather info about this party. Uh, so you you run into so trying to get uh, so you're you're looking for. All right, you're walking along a a cobblestone street tall buildings on either side of you and uh with your class with your family crest on it um very much telling people that hey i'm i'm here and i'm ornella get used to it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) yep a man approaches you and uh he from several people away he locks eyes with you and how most people, like, if you lock eyes with someone in the crowd, it's like, turn your head and, or, like, mm-hmm. look away. Uh, he... You're supposed to look at their shoes. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I didn't watch the video. <laughs> Excellent. I look at his shoes. Half facts with Tim Overton. <laughs> I read the Reddit title. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The Reddit title. He, anyway. he locks eyes with you and, and maybe you, like, look away. He locks eyes with you and he's walking right mm-hmm. towards you. Uh, I, uh, tried to go duck into the nearest shop. He, uh, so, so you, you walk into a shop and it is a, roll a d20 for me, Or Ornella. I know what that means. It's a 20-sided die. There you go. Yeah. You got it. I know what that means. A three. So, let's call that. A three. No, a three. Sorry. No, that... It's okay. <laughs> Talking to myself over here. Uh, you duck into a shop really quick, and you find yourself inside a like a jewelry shop. And there's all kinds of glass cases around the the uh, perimeter of the room with fancy jewels and whatnot sitting inside these cases. And immediately, the shopkeep. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a Jewish jeweler. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone was like, jeweler, is he going to do a really racist Jewish voice? No, I'm not. Good for you. Good for you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. You're a racist Muslim. <laughs> nice. Hello! <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Take two. There's a halfling sitting on a stool, and he hops down and walks over to you and says, Oh, welcome into my shop, my dear. May I interest you in, in a locket? Uh, I see no ring on your finger, so perhaps something fancy to get the eye of a suitor? I'm just looking for now, but I will uh, let you know if I need your assistance. The bell on the door rings and the door opens and that man that locked eyes with you in the street walks into the room and says you actually sir do you have anything in the back oh well um most of this how much can you afford and the man says you girl sandbridge girl i know who you are oh shit Um, excuse us to the shopkeeper. Oh, okay. Could you keep your voice down? Jeez, what do you want? Wh- who are you? Davery, Ma, your f- I used to work for your father. Okay. And? He 
he told a bunch of us to leave. I'm I'm jobless. A bunch of a bunch of my friends are are without work, and I saw you walking in this market. I thought I wanted to give you a piece of my mind, but um, well, now I'm. I don't know. He he looks down at his shoes, <laughs> sort of embarrassed. Not sort of embarrassed. Well, Davery, I'm. I apologize that my father fired you, but I haven't spoken to my father in quite a while. I have, I have no idea what it what it could have been about. Could you put a Could you put a word in for us, maybe? Depends on the word. Me, me, and my friends worked. Uh, we were coach drivers. One of them was a footman. We didn't do anything wrong. He just told us to get lost. Did he pay you? I mean, he paid us what was owed, but I rely on that to f- feed my family. How and long now ago? now I'm out here s- s- chasing scraps. And interrupting young ladies while they're trying to speak to you. Well, I, I wanted to hurt you, but you look kind of nice. Thank, thank you. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> How long ago did he let you go? A week or two ago. Well, the next time I see him, I will give him a piece of your mind for you. Yeah, tell him Davery doesn't like getting talked to the way I got talked to, and that I would like my job back if he could see it in his heart to you know, put a open up a spot for me. I'm really good at driving carriages. I'm good with horses. Maybe we could hire this guy, get to the party, show up in style. Okay. Davery. Oh, what? Um, how would you feel about uh, uh, contract work? Now. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Great. I uh, feel good about it. Good. Pick me up. At the Sandbridge Estate, a week from today, uh, 7 o'clock, and I'll pay you then. Oh, um, sure, yeah. Uh, do you require footmen? Perhaps a, a person to carry your coat? Sure, bring them all. Uh, oh my god, uh, thank you, yeah, yeah, I will. You're way nicer than your old man. I take Davery's hands in my hands. You are a kind, kind, kind soul, Davery. You are a kind soul, <laughs> Ornella. I apologize that my father uh, did you wrong, and I hope that the Sandbridge family can make it up to you. I wanted to kill that guy, but... I think I can look past all of these feelings of rage now. I'll add your name to the list of people wanting to kill my father. Is it very long? You have no idea. That's what she said. Okay, I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, um, I'm going to go. He, I'm uh, just going to step yep, yep, okay. right outside. Nope, excuse right. me. Uh, oh, oh, nope. You're, they, no. they step the now, same yep, way. Now you're going <laughs> to yeah. shuffle back. Uh, okay. Um, uh, no. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bye. 
fade to black. <laughs> uh, are there any other scenes that you guys wanted to do before the ball? Balls? I need some clothes. Yeah. Get some threads. Some threads, some duds. Some duds. Yeah. Some dope-ass threads. Duds. Yeah. Some dads. Some Ooh, dads. Always some dope dads. Dope-ass. <laughs> I'm gonna give me some dads. Mm, at this, <laughs> I'm gonna go ball. to a townie bar and get me a dad. Uh, <sighs> that definitely seems like Ornella's style. Hey, townie are you bars. old and sad? Cool. <laughs> uh, just like wondering. It's fine. You could have a daughter like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Woo! I need to work out my daddy issues. Yeah. On okay, so you need to get some threads. Mm-hmm. Where do you go? Uh, back to the castle. Okay. So I go back to the castle. Okay. And uh, many of the, uh, like, servants or whatever try to say hello or stop me and ask mm-hmm. me, oh, where have you been? How have you been? Whatever. And I just go directly to my mother's room. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, uh, you can see that it hasn't been disturbed. Like, it, it looks the exact same as it was uh, before she passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, including like her, ex- uh, I guess extravagant isn't the right word because it's not like she was, I don't think she was a very ostentatious woman, but she just, as a noble had a ton of clothes. Right. Right. There's, uh, her closet is filled with, uh, different garments and, and dresses and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, on her desk. There is a leather-bound, what looks like a journal, mm-hmm. when and it's open, and the pen is still on the page. Uh, and I just uh, take that and s- just hold on to it. I don't read it yet. Okay. You can add Mom's Jern into your character sheet. <laughs> Mom's Jern. Mom's Journal. All right. Respect. Um... But I just kind of take some time and. Is this. Th- I imagine this to be like a really quiet scene where, like, maybe this kind of fits in perfect between, like, the kind of chaotic and strange Taylor, Master Taylor Swift, uh, Harbeck uh, dressing scene, and then this, like, very quiet and understated scene. Uh, I imagine the window that looks out over the city has. Uh, really stark contrasting um like the light is coming through the window and there's uh harsh shadows cast from the uh window pane itself uh there's like a this atmosphere in the room that this room was not just lived in but lived in like your mother very much filled this place with her spirit and personality. And now that she's gone, it feels very both empty. Um, but her, maybe your, her presence is still there. I don't know. How does Ornella feel in this room, uh, with all of her clothes? Uh, what's that like? What does that scene look like? Uh, I think you painted it pretty well, like very somber, very sobering. Um, yet I get like ghost towny, vibes townie uh you know like everything is so the way that it was when she was alive that it's haunting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I, but i sort of just to a lap around the room 
touching things here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stop at a photo on the bedside table of my father and my mother on their wedding day. And then I... Are they both smiling? Yeah. Scott <sighs> real. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so then... Then I, I dash to her closet. And I go all the way to the back, and I'm, like, throwing things, and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I grab her wedding dress. Whoa. And I... Lay... I... I'm getting so into it. Yeah, yeah. I lay it out on the bed, and it's and it's huge, and it's extravagant, extravagant. Yeah, and uh, definitely not Ornella's style, but cool. But it's there. Uh, and then I, I I dash to the desk and I grab a knife and then I start hacking away at it. I'm gonna make it my fucking own. Uh <laughs> Such a good character choice. Uh, the, such a cool character choice. I love that. Um, give your uh, mark inspiration on your character sheet. Mark that you have one inspiration. I know how to do that. Oh, where it says inspiration. Yep, you can just put a little one. Cool. Or a little dash or a little, hash. A little tick. A little hash. A little hash. A little Ooh. bit of hash. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> After the break... Everyone comes back and we're real confused about who we are. Um, no, so, so yeah, you you like obviously like the train of the dress is probably like a mile long mm-hmm. and it's got maybe like these super poofy shoulders oh, yeah. or something and you yeah. make it look a little more uh, like evening gowny. I yeah. would say. Yeah. I like stopping right here for our first break. Because I want to come back, and I want the first scene that we come back to, because uh, we, the audience, ju- I think the audience sees all of this in, like, some kind of weird third-person angle, where we see Ornella, like, cutting at the dress, but we don't actually see what the dress is going to look like. And then the very next scene is going to be, like, Ornella walking onto the, quote, red carpet uh, <laughs> with this new dress. So. Yeah. That's the first part of episode four of Des Moines and Dragons. Uh, We'll be right back after a very short break. Don't go anywhere. Charity? Uh.